0: Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the RPG Companion Podcast, the Companion Podcast of Magic Azubi, And today we're going to be talking about what makes a fun, enjoyable GM experience for you. Before we get into that, let's get some announcements out of the way. RPG Companion can be found on the following iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. You can reach me at facebook.com slash magicwazoobie at twitter at magic with zuby on instagram at magic underscore with underscore zuby you can email me with any questions you may have at mtgzuby at gmail.com this podcast is sponsored by legitmtg.com if you want to check out some magic singles and sealed product go ahead and check out legitmtg.com today and any order over two dollars or more has free shipping that's legitmtg.com so let's get right into it here What makes a fun, enjoyable GM experience for you? I'm finally back in the reins of GMing some games of Dungeons and Dragons. It's been a while since I've GMed an actual game. It's been about a year and I have to tell you it feels good to be back. I will be the first to admit I don't know all the rules, remember all the spells, even know what each class does off the top of my head. If you listen to my Magic the Gathering podcast, you know I'm the exact same way when it comes to magic cards. I'm lucky I remember what those cards even do sometimes. I'll reiterate, I'll reiterate again, my experience of being a GM primarily comes from the system my friends and I developed that was a mixture of Final Fantasy Tactics meets Dungeons & Dragons. So a lot of the rules we made up as we went along, but I learned a lot of lessons from GMing that system that I've now applied to D&D. I'm going to admit another thing as well that may not be that popular. I'm not a fan of watching or listening actual play podcasts and rpgs on twitch and youtube i have a hard time paying attention to it and to me it doesn't showcase what makes playing tabletop rpgs so much fun i'm a person who enjoys doing rather than watching or listening i have listened to quite a few actual play rpg podcasts and while there are some that are very well done most of the time they fall flat to me to me it's akin to listening to an audiobook my mind will start to wander and trail off I just don't enjoy them no matter how many I try to listen to and try to enjoy. Yes, this even includes the fan favorite most popular RPG uh, podcast show out there that's Critical Role. I've watched and listened to a handful of episodes from both season one and season two and it's not for me. This is not to say that they're bad or anything like that. I just can't enjoy it. Listening and watching those other shows does give me a good sense of how other GMs play the game and their players as well. I always see games go one of two ways, more roleplay heavy or more combat heavy. As a GM, it's really, really important to ask your players during the first session or session zero which do you prefer. Not only is it important to entertain your players, but make sure you as the GM are entertained as well. I'm more of a big picture guy, I feel I am better at setting the foundation for a story while my players build the house and set up all the furniture and make it look pretty. I'm good at providing the hook to move the story along but when they enter that cave, I'm terrible explaining the details of how it looks uh looks like a dark damp cave i'm exaggerating of course but when you listen to other gms and how they describe in great detail how the tavern looks or how the castle is adorned with fine golden leather leather flags that are waving in the east wind and just how it looks and not just how it looks but how the people in the town are acting and all have names and stories not for me and that is okay um I do name important NPCs and might have a small backstory for them, but I don't. I don't go into detail of every little thing. Um, when my players go to a tavern, that's all they do is they just go to a tavern. I'm not gonna roleplay a waitress or some random barkeep person unless it's kind of important to what's going on at hand. For those out there who feel daunted to create this enriching experience for your players, for them to dive deep into this world you created, it's okay to tell them you don't know. Part of the fun of being a GM is creating an experience and seeing how your players react to a situation you have placed them in. Most players I've met just want to sit down and relax and have a fun time. They don't need the game to be an epic adventure that transcends the Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones. Your world building doesn't need to be on levels of Tolkien here. It can be fun and simple, and it can borrow from a lot of different places as well. So back to the question at hand here, what makes a fun experience? One of the biggest misconceptions of GMing is you are in charge. You are in control of everything. You get to dictate what happens. While it is true on some levels because you are in charge of creating the experience for your players, you don't want to control your players. The GM is responsible for providing an experience in which the players participate in. Whether that's saving the town from destruction or needing to find a lost cat of a noble, you, the GM, are in charge of creating that experience. Let's expand upon that even further. I tell all players new or old that your actions will have consequences. You steal from a guard, that guard is coming after you. It's a balance of good and fair. It's good that you got away from that guard after stealing their gold, but it's also fair that that guard make you next time they see you. You're in for it. A game isn't fun if the player can just do whatever they want. They need boundaries much like we have boundaries in real life. You also don't want to be too harsh as well. It's easy for your feelings to get hurt because the players may have ruined an encounter or plot point you painstakingly set up or they figured out your puzzle within a few seconds. It's okay, these things can and will happen. You have to learn to adapt and not take things personally, unless of course your players are purposely sabotaging your game and no one is having fun. That's a whole different story here. Adapting to a situation not only keeps you on your feet, but may push the story in a direction you didn't mean for it to go and may turn out to be more fun than you had planned. Here's an example for you. In my second session of the new campaign I'm GMing for, my players had to break into a thieves guild to rescue some prisoners. They managed to steal steal some clothes from some other guards and pretend they were taking someone prisoner. As they get to the part where the prison cells are, they meet two leaders of the thieves guild, and the guild happened to be working with a conclave of evil warlocks. Before they came across meeting the leaders, I offered my players a chance to leave and come back another time. They refused, so they came upon this meeting. As they go into the room where the meeting is happening, I had I gave them another chance to leave and come back another time. They refused again, so a battle ensues, and needless to say, my players lost and were captured. I had not planned for this. I was really thinking they were going to take the bait and leave as the leaders and the warlock inside were very high level compared to the players. We ended that second session as they got captured. It was time to leave anyway. It was time to end the session. The next session, though, turned out to be one of the most fun sessions I've had in a long time, and none of it was planned. The way the players managed to escape from the jail cell and fight their way out in ways I had not even thought or planned was so much fun to me. It's sessions like that that I think back to the original d d rules when they called a GM a referee, which, when you think about it, is still accurate today. During that jailbreak session, I was mainly sitting back and telling them what happened and what you can't do, and as they all came together as a group to figure out how to get out jail now during the course of this session i could have made a lot of decisions of making the jailbreak harder than it was i could have been mean and explained it was impossible to break out of jail or the door leading out of the prison was magically locked and so on and so forth my question to anyone who thinks this way is why it took my players all the four hours to finally break out and escape and i made it just hard enough to make it feel worthwhile to them no one wants to play a game where you get captured no hope for escape and you die when I really think about it, the enemies they fought that captured them, sure it would have been smart to just kill them all and be done and be done there with it. But now that my players are emotionally invested to paying the back those people that capture them, it gives them motivation and reason to want to come back and keep playing. The session after that had them finding out more plans to the Thieves Guild and the Warlock Conclave, and now they're totally focused on stopping both of them those are the experiences that make it worthwhile being a gm when something happens to get your players emotionally invested in the game that they get so excited to come back and they talk about how they can't wait to level up when you finally hook your players into the story and have them want to chase down the bad guy that's how you know you're doing something right when they look forward to coming back next week because they had so much fun you did something right My best advice to GMs out there, don't be married to your campaign. It's not just yours. It's your players as well. You may have created the world, but your players shape it. Let them make meaningful choices that impact the world you created, big or small. I've read the horror stories and have played in games where it feels like your decisions don't matter. Unless you specifically sign up for a railroad campaign, make your players feel important. Thank you all for listening and watching this RPG companion podcast I appreciate it very much should you want to talk to me in any way or find me you can find me on facebook.com slash magic with Zuby on twitter at magic with Zuby on instagram at magic underscore with underscore Zuby and you can email me with any questions you may have at mtgzuby at gmail.com and if you want to help support the show you can check out the show's patreon at patreon.com slash magic with Zuby and thank you all for watching again and have a great night